welcome to the Self-Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. Okay, hello, welcome to episode two, yeah, 359 of the Self-Help <laughs> With me, I'm a good pal, Sean Orford. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing well. I'm doing okay. Life's a bit tough now. Um, yeah. What, for you or for uh, people you're dealing with or both? Both. Well, it, it kind of it, it feeds through, really. I mean, they, I'm at the phase in, in the COVID cycle where the deaths are starting to... I'm starting to deal with the deaths, so they're feeding through. Um, and one of which was a couple of days ago, uh, a guy... Uh, I would have thought as a colleague and a friend, really. I, I'd known really well for over 12 years. He, he died a couple of days ago. Um, and, and there's all the ramifications of that. And it's like everything in a death of a loss anyway. It's the ripple effect that you have to deal with that goes out through people and goes out through time. And the biggest problem at the moment is because of the coronavirus, you can't really do anything about it. Mm. Um, you know, which, which makes me feel a bit kind of helpless in what I would normally be able to do um so I, i've got my own frustrations in it all as well as the, my own losses and things well let's hope if even the, the superhero of zen sean offered is having a little let's hope <laughs> for keep, i just keep meditating so this afternoon i was meditating in the garden and uh, i had a, a a gap so i did some meditation and it was red hot and i my face is gone it's burning i can feel the heat <laughs> Yeah, well, it was pretty warm out there today. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah. I was out there in a t-shirt, and I think I've gone a bit pink. But yeah, uh, how's life for you then? Yeah, all right. Um, same old. Another another week. Another Groundhog Day. Yeah, every day is the same, isn't it? Um, yeah, I'm still quite enjoying it. I had a, a small little wobble last week. I think it was my dad's birthday, and uh, we did go around just kind of drop something off and wave from. Uh, you know, a safe distance and all that. And uh, mm. I didn't, I wasn't you know, upset or anything, but it was, I was feeling a bit down in the dumps because, yeah. yeah, I guess we're reaching that stage now. What we four weeks in in the UK to proper lockdown, really, and uh, a long way to go yet, possibly. Um, yeah. and- if you look at the evidence from Italy, um, the people got kind of excited about it in the first instance because then now they could watch the box sets and do everything they could do online. But then it gets to a point, which is about now for us, yeah. where people start to get cabin fever. It's starting to kick in now. You know, like, okay, I've had enough now. Can we go? Can we get back to whatever? You know? yeah. um, and this is where the problems begin. And I suppose that's what I'm starting to pick up on because it's not just the... Um, it's not just the death issue. I'm having to deal with some violent issues in the in the, the homes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it, and and these kind of the, the pressure on people it does bring out um, both the best and the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just going to talk a bit. Um, have a bit of a bash a few ideas around. But you have been. You were centre. A link, weren't you, which really got you thinking about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the guys at FMC, one of the factories, uh, Andy, is the health and safety guy, nice guy, he um, sent me this uh, thing, which is a Tim Ferriss, who's the four-hour work, work week, four-hour yeah. day work week. Or was it four hours a week? 
<laughs> four hour work week. I was just thinking, work week. Yeah. Uh, I can do something really clever. I can share my screen, can't I, with our audience that might be watching this on YouTube. Yeah. Podcast listeners. Yeah, check out the show notes and there'll be a link to this little chart. Um, but yeah, we can throw it on screen, can't we? And flip it yeah, out. Yeah. I've got it on the screen next too. So it's like I can I can see it on screen. That's what I say. Like I know we're using Zoom again here and getting in the habit of it. I was on a I've been on a two day online course the last couple of days, which I'll talk a bit more about later. But uh, yeah. Zoom, man, there's some clever stuff you can do. You can have little breakout rooms where little teams can go and chat on their own and then everyone comes back in after five, ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's clever. Yeah. That's good. I like That's it. Uh, but so yeah, this is attributed to Tim Ferriss, yeah, for our work week guy who I was obsessed with for a good while reading his books. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, the idea that from who do I want to be during COVID nineteen, and he he highlights three zones that we can all plant ourselves in: the fear zone, the learning zone, or the growth zone. And and the interesting thing about those three zones is that, that he's relating them to the, the, the COVID-19. Um, but they're actually true of life as well, because I, I could see people in all three of these zones that yeah. are at different stages in different parts of their lives or different issues they're dealing with. You know? so, yeah. which, which zone are you in right now, Sean? Uh, I would hope I'm in the growth zone. I think that, I, that there's times when I'm still in the learning zone. Mm. Um, uh, and, and it's interesting when, when you do get into the growth zone because then your energy is pointing outwards and that's where community gets built. It's quite an interesting when you're looking at those different the three phases. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, d- d- if you start off with the fear zone, um, can you remember everybody and the toilet paper fiasco? Um, yeah. yeah so, toilet paper and pasta. Yeah. I know, and it's, it seems to be flour at the moment, although we did manage to get some flour at the weekend. I, I went into co-op just to pick up a few bits and bobs. Yeah. Uh, and lo and behold, on the shelf in front of me, there was there were loads of bags of flour, and I grabbed a couple. Right. I, I've, got, I've got good stocks of flour because of the bread making, and uh, um, my friend Claire has kept me going. She buys a lot of bulk flour, so when I've been a bit low, she's kept me going, which is good. Very good. Um, okay. But yeah, that fear zone. So yeah, the, the toilet paper thing was quite interesting early on. I kind of, I kind of assumed that it would bounce back, and that by the time everyone had got what they wanted, there'd be loads left anyway. Well, there, there was a, there was a case online uh, I was reading about yesterday, I think, where there was a woman who's got four hundred rolls of toilet paper that she bought bought because she was so paranoid at the beginning that she now wants to get rid of. And she was trying to sell them online. And all she's had is abuse. You know, people said, you wanted to hold it, you keep them. And (laughs) she's now got a lifetime supply of toilet rolls. Um, Because, I mean, in in reality, you you can go to to anywhere now, whether whether it is Costco or or at the end of the supermarkets, and there's plenty of loo rolls. Yeah. We're back in. What do you know, man? What do you know? There's, There's a quote you've put in your blog post this week. Um, I, I don't know if this is yours or you copied and pasted it from somewhere um, on your travels I'm not saying that you do that all the time in your blog posts I'm just, <laughs> it's pretty good. so it's never what happens to us that is important what is important is how we respond so 
Yeah, that, that, that comes from a guy, a, a Greek philosopher, a few thousand years ago called Epictetus, or Epictetus. Yeah. Um, Do you think and and he, he said that we're not affected by what happens to us ever. What we're affected by is how we respond to what happens to us. You know, and and that, is, that is so real for me. Um, mm. You know, I, I remember the pictures of, um, of the Twin Towers being hit. And as it was happening live, there were two kinds of people. There were the people that were running away from the towers and, and the explosions and the people that were running towards the towers and the explosions. You know, same event, different response. Yeah. You know? Some people, what can I help? Some people, I need to get out of here and save me. You yeah. Know? Which is, I guess, that's what we got here. Yeah, it's not necessarily, if everyone was running towards the building, you know. Um. <laughs> It'd be a bit crowded. <laughs> no, we have, we just just because you're the type of person that runs away from something like that doesn't mean you're in the wrong or you're a bad person or you're you're weak necessarily, does it? It might mean that you're the one person that survived, um, and everybody else died. You know, I mean, it, it's uh, it, it's been appropriate to the moment, I guess. Mm. And if you look at what's happening here, it's like that idea about I, me, mine, look after me. If we go through this process, it turns into what can I do for you? And we've started to see that. And I mean, the, the classic is Captain Tom, who um, last time I looked, he was, he was up to nearly 28 million. I don't know, I don't know how far it's got. I think that's but, right, yeah. I saw that this morning, 27, so. Yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal. And there was a lovely um, thing on the news about a 17-year-old um, care assistant in an old people's home who had, had got this uh, cushion made for one of the, the male residents with his wife's face on it because he liked to go to bed and cuddle her picture and, and, the, and the girl was worried because it was glass, he'd break it and damage himself. So she went and got him this thing done. Oh. And when she gave it to him, God, was he, was he emotional. It was such a lovely thing. And I'm thinking, what a, lo- what a lovely young woman to think about that and to do that. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? I mean, yeah. yeah, I meet lots of good young folks out and about on my travels. Yeah, yeah, so, that's cool. Um, I'm just, I'm thinking. We were talking last week about how, or maybe the week before. All these weeks are starting to merge into one of them. <laughs> about how habits, how long habits take to form, and how long they take to kind of embed. We talk. You talk about the thirty day, the sixty day, and the ninety day periods yeah. of time you know we're kind of we're through 30 days now on this yeah. adventure and, so. and if we're not careful the negative habits that we're developing if we are developing them are going to start to get embedded into everyday behavior which means when it comes to the other end and we've got to reverse things it's really really difficult mm. which is why people do need to be doing things now like you know maintaining exercise maintaining routine and doing all that kind of stuff not just becoming slobs um, yeah. when you become a slob it's really hard to get going at the other end mm-hmm. yeah tricky cycle to get out of that one isn't it? yeah I imagine. but then if you, if you think about the fear zone people that are in fear are in um, levels of anxiety and I always see it as when fear is in you and it becomes externalised usually it comes out as aggression which is what I'm seeing as as um, you know, a bit of domestic violence uh, in the home, especially if it's got a bit of alcohol in it, it becomes fueled. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the point where that fear 
that anxiety is, is going internalized inwards. That creates an internal depression. So you get kind of aggression outwards and depression inwards. Um, and I'm dealing with both at the moment with people. And it's like, if you are being aggressive or you feel that, or you feel that <clears throat> inside you talk to someone, you know, just go online and talk to someone and get it, process it, get it off your chest. Yeah. Um, and if you're feeling depressed internally, it's like start to do things. That's when you do need to go online and do an exercise regime or do something. You know, create some, some routine in your life, get it moving, get it working. Yeah, well, we've got the fear zone there on screen. And beyond that, the next stage is the learning zone. So I feel like I'm kind of doing a pretty good job at this, this next one. But this is where... It says, first of all, I start to give up what I can and can't control. Um, yeah, you think you're doing a good job at that, Sean? Um, I, I think that I, I bat between learning and, and the growth zone. I think that um, there are times, and especially, like I say, these last few days, I've been battered a bit by the stuff I've had to deal with. Um, and I do find that hard sometimes, overloading. And I do need, I have, to, I have to increase my meditation and make sure I look after me at that point because it's dead easy to just get, get a bit morose, you know. Mm. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, how do you feel you're, you're getting on in the learning zone? I mean, you're, you're now um, a stay-at-home dad who's trying mm. to work and look after kids. If you're going to give yourself an Ofsted report on your, um, your homeschooling, how would it go? Um, well, could do better. Not, I'm certainly not excellent or whatever the top one is. I'm good. Yeah, to, uh, yeah. I don't think I need special special measures or anything like that yet. So, I'll be in needs improvement or <laughs> definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was. Um, yes, yeah, so I've got the kids for the next three days because my wife's a teacher and she's her shift in school um, is up. So she's doing that. So I, I'm, I'll be fine. Just today it was a bit weird because I'm on a, I'm on a two day online course, which I need to do really because it's dep- my attendance is dependent on some grant funding that I will get at the end. Yeah. Of course. Um, so I had to I had to be on the call really. Uh, yeah. I spoke to the person leading it beforehand just to see if I was all right, and mm-hmm. she said just go for it, you know. So I had I had my phone in my pocket with my earbuds an earbud in one ear and a microphone here. And I just had my video cam. It was on Zoom. So I had the camera switched off and my audio on mute. And I was just listening in really as I was teaching the lads to, you know, running through all their exercises, like all their activity sheets that we got. Oh, well done. Year three activity sheets. We got loads of stuff here that's been left out for me. Like it's handy being married to a teacher right now. I must, I must say. It's, it sounds like you're becoming a multitasker. <laughs> Big time. So yeah, I was doing that for well, two boys. So I was kind of hopping between stations for them, yeah. them and then I was keeping an ear out for, for what I was supposed to be learning. And every now and again, the, the, the person delivering the course would, and asked for a bit of feedback from everyone. So Edward, how are you doing? What do you think of that? So like, ah, <laughs> unmute myself. Yeah, I'm still here. And I was putting the icons on to say yeah. hands up and thumbs up and all that. So they knew that I was still online. Yeah. Uh, so I'm learning a lot of the moments. You know, not just on courses, but also about what I can what I can do and um, the things I'm capable of. So yeah, it's really good fun actually. I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not in the place. I'm thankfully I'm not in a position where I'm 
like bored out of my mind. I haven't been furloughed. Um, I've still got loads of emails coming in. I've got three businesses <laughs> that I'm trying to juggle and, mm-hmm. and, and a family. So uh, I keep thinking whether I would like to have more time because when this all started, I was thinking, oh, brilliant. Yeah, I can finally get through that book I've been trying to read. I can watch a couple of movies that I've had on the shelf. I've, you know, um, there's some little side projects I wanted to do, some writing even. But I've, I've been too busy to crack on with that, so I'm not sure whether, I don't know, I'm happy where yeah, I am. The only thing we have done as a family is, is we've watched the three Hobbit movies and the three Lord of the Ring movies. Wow. It was one of our targets to do, so we've done that. You checked that all up, have you? Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could do Game of Thrones again. It's a bit long, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's on, our, that's on our list, actually. We've got access to that. We've never seen it. But, um, yeah, right. Right. So far, we haven't. Uh, but it's early days, man, isn't it? This could be going on for yeah. a while longer yet, I think. Yeah, yeah. I th- and I think it's going to go on for longer than we expected. Yeah, the long, I was chatting with someone last night. The, the long tail of all this stuff is, yeah. is years. But, but that, that issue about... Um, can we turn this experience into a learning experience where right. we yes. actually look at it in terms of, okay, what do I need to learn today? Um, and all that stuff about learning to be happy, learning to focus on the positive stuff, not negative stuff, you know, live in the present, as we would say, live in the moment, actually be here and enjoy it. And maybe looking at ways that you can adapt the situation that you're in to, to better fit you and to better fit the people around you. I mean, you're having to do that with the kids. Yeah. The kids must be quite demanding when you're trying to do something with your headphones on. They're pretty good on the whole. They're a good age, my two. I mean, they can, and there are, they can entertain themselves for very long periods if, if need be, but, you know, I don't want to neglect them. And, uh, they, have their, they have their own little routine in the day or that they have their little ups and downs so that, you know, they'll be bouncing in the morning and then they'll settle down and then they'll have some lunch and then, yeah, they go quiet in the afternoon a bit again, but then come this time, half six, uh, or even before after tea, you can tell that you can tell that they've got a bit of cabin fever. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm contacting quite a few people online at home, and uh, so they've got themselves in a room, and then the kids are coming in. They go, um, you know, mum is on the phone at the moment. Um, can can you go? Do that? So, and it is hard to go to juggle everything, get it all done. Yeah, but it could be worse, couldn't it? Blimey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And, and because because of the, the difficult stuff I'm dealing with, I realise how lucky we are. You know, we're, we've got food, we've got a house, we're warm, we're safe, we're secure. You know, life's okay. Um, and for a lot of people, it's not at the moment. No, no, big time. You know, I'm trying to remember that all the time, That you know, especially... Or people have got all sorts going on, like you've said, in terms of being stuck at home with people they would would rather not be at home with. That yeah. must be horrendous. Um, and then there's the financial side as well. You know, again, we're quite lucky with a teacher, yeah. wife, and my business is still ticking along quite nicely. Yeah. If anything, weirdly, I've got we've got we're more flush than ever because we can't spend any money. So, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's weird, is that like? I don't, I don't know whether I said it last time, but but Robert cracked the joke that um, he read it online somewhere. Oh, you know, my car's doing really well. It now does four weeks to the gallon. Um, <laughs> which is, it's quite real. 
But if you say, I mean, things like the oil price, that it's that the oil price in America sank to minus thirty-seven dollars a barrel. They were paying people to take the oil away because they had production coming in and they couldn't store it. No. So they were actually paying companies to take away their oil. Yeah, I mean that, that must have a huge effect on places like the Middle East that they're reliant on their oil revenues. You would you know? think so, wouldn't you? I mean, I'm I'm obviously fascinated by all that stuff, and uh, I'm, yeah. I can't quite, I'm not smart enough to know what that means. Um, that crazy oil drop. Um, well, it, it, it was up at $100 a barrel. And now mm. it's down to minus 37. I mean, that's like... That's what, today, I haven't even checked the price. I, I don't even know. Uh, well, the last time I filled up was Costco, and it was something like 98 pence a litre. And that was about two months ago. <laughs> yeah, that, that was before the big drop. So I don't even know his name. Yeah, actually, well. Um, so should we go through some of these growth zones? Because I'm assuming that people will want to get, we want no. to get people into this into this area, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I think- and th- th- this is the point where we stop being self obsessed and we start looking out. So rather than being in the in that fear zone and where we're learning to be different, where we're expecting everybody to look after us, yeah. why won't the government do this for us? We start thinking, what can we do for other people? And it is happening around us. We're seeing it going on. It's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, I was on a call today with some other community business owners um, who have also either been through the, the program before or uh, are new to it, like me, and um, learning the ropes. But yeah, we were chatting with someone who's got quite a well-established Merseyside-based not-for-profit organisations and some amazing work over the last few years. And yeah. How quick, like, obviously when this hit um, a month ago or whatever, uh, there was there were a couple of options people could take if they had a, a well-established business or a charity even you know it was kind of either give up and go home and just <laughs> accept that it's over yeah, or yeah. adapt and survive and, and even yeah. flourish you know yeah. even this is a, an opportunity mm. um, I like the way that different companies like Burberry have started making um hospital gowns and masks and things out of their wonderful fabrics. Um, yep. But they're actually doing something to contribute, which is, which is amazing. You know? Yes. Yeah. Um, so on, on, on this growth zone, he's put down here, I think of others and I see how to help them. And that's the thing is, what can I do for you? How can I help you? Which is so different. Uh, you need to help me. It's a different. Yeah. And, and there's that thing about if we all look after each other, we'll all be okay. It's that thing. You know? Yeah, uh, I make my talents available to those who need them. You know, what can I do? How many people in your street need your help? Yep. You know, I think a lot about this and the, the call I was on today. I was talking about how now is the time to like decide on what we did, you know, what we're good at and how how we can be useful going yeah. coming out of this this stuff or during it even. You know, what do we offer to the world? And yeah. we all have something to offer that is of use. Yeah. Um, but we might not be, you know, utilising those skills right now. So how can you be useful? That's the well, I question. mean, friend, friendship and love are quite good things to, to actually give to other people. You know? I agree. <laughs> so I, I like this one because it says, I live in the present and I focus on the future. Now, I, I would put the proviso on that, that if you focus on the future negatively, then you start to get the fear of the future and create anxiety as opposed to focusing on the future as in the positive. Like, wow, 
what are we going to do when we come out of this? Isn't it great? What could, what could we, can happen for us? You know? yeah. um, and whether it is even just visualising, going to your favourite Italian restaurant to have a fabulous meal with your friends once this is over. Mm. You know, it's, sure. it's like focusing on that positive stuff. I was thinking about all the, the flour, like what, there's no, yeah, all the pizza dough. We've, I've just made another batch actually and got in the fridge tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all the pizza restaurants are shut. So where's all the, where's all the flour gone anyway? <laughs> uh, well, it, again, it was bulk bought. So that people have bought flour to hunker down on the flour. You know, that they, they've got the pasta, the flour and the toilet rolls. Mm. Maybe other stuff as well. Um, I mean, one of, the, one of the magic things is if you've got zero, zero flour, you can make your own pasta um, and stuff like that, which is good. Um, yeah. Empathy is the next one mentioned. I'm empathetic with myself and with others. A lot of yeah. time, um, a lot of time growth in terms of like business development, we'll talk about kind of ruthlessness and yeah. you know, being hard on yourself if you're not, if you're not, if you don't hit that target, but... That's not what this is suggesting, is it? No. And, and the other thing in that is that we're, we're likely to end up feeling short-tempered. I mean, one of the things that's come out with a couple of things I've dealt with this week <laughs> is fellows who, who aren't producing money and so therefore see themselves as not being able to support their family and they've got problems getting grants and, and money from the government and are feeling very emasculated, yeah, mm. And, there, and, and there is something that goes with that, um, which I've had to deal with a lot over the years, is that when certain kinds of men get in that position where they feel like they've lost their power, you, you get a lot of issues that go with that, like kind of sexual dysfunctions, like erectile dysfunctions. People get performance anxiety. And, right. they start, and then they feel even worse, and they can spiral down into that negativity. And it's that sense about feeling positive, feeling good about ourselves, you know, making sure that we, we do feel happy, you know, and giving ourselves positive feedback. I love me. Who do you love? Yeah, I just made a note there. There's a, there's a great little documentary series on YouTube, The Guardian have done, or journalists for The Guardian about masculinity, um, yeah. which is focused on a few, uh, it's, I think it's about five or six episodes so far. They're all 10 minutes long, really. Like, yeah. cool. um, really worth looking at because... Yeah. Yeah. What does it mean to be a man now in this in this uh, new new age that we've uh, come across this man? Yeah. You, you can't go out and kill a mammoth and be all hunky, can you? You, know, you can <laughs> get down to Tesco's and get a bag of sausages, but that's about as good as it gets. <laughs> I keep a happy and emotional state and spread hope. We're pretty good at that. I like to think. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that the whole idea about appreciation and happiness, um, I, I was saying earlier on to you that maybe we should rename Thursday as Clap Day because uh, mm. it's the day that we go out and we show our appreciation for people that are doing good things for us. And yeah. maybe that's something that we do need to carry on once this is all over so that we carry on that positivity of like, okay, wow, come on, let's have a day where we actually focus on the positive. It's, it's Thursday, come on. I haven't, um, I haven't looked into or read much about the impacts, uh, you know, a hundred years ago when the Spanish or the influenza flu hit and that ripped through what 30 odd million people or something crazy like that, what the impacts yeah. were. I mean, I know that the, the longer term impacts were, well, not in, but legacy was the great depression and then world war two, which kind of yeah. followed after that, yeah. um, whether they were linked in any way, I'm not sure. 
I mean, I'm, I want to. I'm really keen to read it actually, but I wonder what. Yeah, I mean, there, there, yes, there were connections, um, and it, I think that the biggest changes happened after the Second World War, and that yeah. happened because of the thing, the medical breakthroughs with things like antibiotics and stuff like that, um, which really changed the whole medical landscape, mm. um, and obviously for us with the, uh, the the creation of the welfare state and the NHS. You know. Um, which was just 1948. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of the long term, you know, where we'll be 20 years from now. We'll still be recording this podcast, of course, Sean. We um, will. We will. <laughs> wonder what the world will look like, whether we'll yeah. still be doing it on Zoom or not. Yeah, I'll be doing um, uh, Captain Tom 100 laps of the golf. <laughs> yeah. Not <laughs> quite, not quite. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah okay i look for a way to adapt to new changes and isn't that real now i mean the 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 amount of businesses i've been working with where people are saying you know what we don't think we need an office anymore people are actually saying that to me you know we need to have a a get-together but we don't actually need an office we're functioning fine yeah and that that changes the landscape a lot you know in terms of things like travel and pollution did you see the video this week of the jellyfish swimming up the Grand Canal in Venice? I did not, actually. Well, no. It's absolutely phenomenal because the, the water's so clear, you can see the jellyfish swimming up the, the water and you can see the reflections of the, um, of the buildings in the canal. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's amazing. Jellyfish. Venice. Yeah. All right. Venice. Link in the show notes, but you haven't seen that one yet. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, incredible. There it is. That's oh, it. Okay. Yeah. Not so sure. you can you can see the buildings <laughs> reflected in the water, and the water's so clear you can see the jellyfish. It's, it's just incredible. Oh, yeah, well, and and well. in that survey that was done this uh, this week about how many people want things to return to normal, they've done this yeah. week last week. Yeah. So ninety one percent of people want things to be different. There's only 9% of people want things to go back to the way they were. Now, that, that's a hell of a, of a, a movement if it's maintained. Then maybe life can change. Again, I'll put that one in the show notes. See how it's fascinating, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's weird because I know a lot of people are struggling. and I, Well, I hear about them struggling and I hear stories of, you know, mental health issues and violence, which are really concerning. And then I saw that and I was like, whoa. The next, yeah. where's that come from? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I'm going to stop sharing now. So yeah. the last one there is, I practice quietude, patience, relationships, and creativity, which is the whole building community stuff, isn't it? Being calm, being relaxed, being mindful. We need it. We, need we do, it. and that's something that that's something I'm missing at the moment. Really, I, I'm struggling to find the time for that. As ever, you know, Ed that doesn't meditate, Ed that doesn't. <laughs> one day, one day, we'll get you there. One day. Um, careful what you yeah, we've got all sorts going on. But I'll tell you what I did do last week. I, I I went for a bike ride, funnily enough, but on Sunday, I needed to go and get some supplies down in Bromborough. And um, I had my camera on because I just wanted to record for evidence, really, what the roads are like. And then I, I decided to start talking as I was cycling. So I was just rambling on about 
how quiet the roads are and the route that was taken, why I went that way, why I wouldn't normally go that way. And I, mm. if there was the usual levels of traffic, blah, 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 blah. But I found it quite therapeutic, actually, so I might do, keep doing it. I'll put I'll, It's on YouTube, so I'll, it's about 15 minutes long. If you want to, everyone, anyone wants to watch a really boring, like, <laughs> quite good to meditate to, I think, just watching Ed rambling away as he pedals along some. Well, I've been out on, on my bike, the electric one, and that is such a treat to ride. I mean, forget about the idea of exercise on a bike. As a form of transport, having an electric bike, a pedal assist bike, is incredible. You, know? you, you can go 100 miles on a charge. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, and I think it, I think it has been. Uh, e-bikes are the most efficient form of transport ever invented. Yeah, right, but there you go. A bike on its own is, mm-hmm. is amazing, but, yeah, with that little bit, that little push. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the key for me is you arrive places, you're not sweating. Mm-hmm. You know, because you haven't been grunting up the hill. The bike's just flown up the hill by itself. Grunts, man. I just glide without, without a battery, but I only weigh nine stones, so that's, that might be why. All right, cool. Well, I mean, yeah, we do. We're just kind of rambling on a bit, but I think people, well, from the feedback I'm getting, people are quite enjoying this just weekly check in on yeah. how everyone's doing and the, as the situation develops. And as, as well, we, we've got a couple of people that we're going to bring in over the next few weeks, and we? so we'll, uh, yes. We'll be- Standing the people on screen. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really good. Um, yeah. And you've got, you've still got your lights in that room and your little, uh, you've been do, starting. Yeah, I've, start, I've started recording. So, um, and I'm just starting to, to get going with it. It was wild to set it all up with the lighting and everything. You know, cool. get make, the makeup right. Too. Cool. And you've got your hair? Or someone has? Yeah, zoom. Yeah. Yeah. We've, That's uh, Reed was actually gets in there. I could do with some clippers. I've got some scissors on order coming and some spinning scissors. This yeah. may get a bit unwieldy soon, but as it, yeah, again, could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, next week, it's, there could be a week where I switch the camera on and there's nothing there. So I apologize in advance. <laughs> uh, My wife you? just said, Do you know how many steps you've taken today? And I thought, I don't really want to know because I've already done anything today. Go on then. It's, it's trying to shame me into doing something. I've only taken 2,900 steps today. Whereas I've, well, been, doing, I've been doing 10,000 a day. So. Yeah, I'm on 8,500, but we've just been out for a walk on the golf course over the way yeah. there. So uh, I think yeah. otherwise I'll be struggling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what's your resource, Sean? Well, my resource is something that I've been, I've been getting lots of people to do this, this week. Is the, and it's the Palouse dot com mindfulness course and it's it's an eight session course it's free of charge really really good but it helps you focus your mind and and the kind of people i've been working with this week uh, i've got everybody doing it i mean it, it really is a good resource um and the guy who who does it was part of the, the original team that developed all the mindfulness stuff with john kabat and zen he's one of those cool um it's really good yeah Marvellous. All right. Mine's, I was going to mention last week, but one of the things I was wanting to do during this time, and I've managed to, is to start on some of these Studio Ghibli movies. Now, they're Japanese filmmakers, oh, right. yeah. animated films. They're kind of the, Pix, the Japanese version of Pixar. But they do like, they've been going around from the 80s. There's a movie yeah. called My Neighbor Totoro. 
it's, they're all on Netflix, these movies. So uh, it's a cartoon, but it's it's just one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, about this dad and two girls, two little girls that move to this house in the countryside and the mum's in hospital. You don't really find out why. Uh, it's just one of those films. You just I've watched it twice now and really beautiful pace and quiet way of doing things. Nothing dramatic happens really. Uh, but I mean, I do, I do want somehow to get to Japan at some point in my life and yeah. have a look around that place because uh, it's yeah. fascinating culture. Amazing. Yeah. Brilliant. So yeah, check it out. Good um, one. Right. Okay, sure. We'll be back next week yeah. for more. Hey? Um, Keep smiling. Stay safe. Indeed. Yeah. Thanks for your time and we'll catch up next week. Hey? Yeah. You take care. Love See you. See you later. Yeah. Bye now. Bye. <laughs>